to another episode of the For the Culture Soccer Podcast, the podcast that talks about the intersection of black culture and American soccer. It's your boy, me, Mark, and with me, as you all know, is Grego. Grego, how you doing, man? Somehow, someway, I am alive and and kicking. It's been, uh, been a long weekend, but um, yeah, man, it's uh, uh, been... Um, I, I, I got some stuff to get on my chest and I, I think this is the episode to do that, man. What, what's, good, what's good with you, man? You know, I think we're feeling the same way about this um, in terms of stuff to get off our chest. But, you know, for me, for my, this weekend, it was nice. Kids with family, got some home cooking, you know, so it was good for the soul. Good for the soul. But, uh, no, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely got to get some things off our chest. Yeah, man. Apparently, I, I got the mood lighting up in here tonight. I, I don't know what's going on with the power, but it seems like it's not getting hidden all the way. But so, I, so you know, because y'all barely see us on on YouTube and work. Like, I, I need to get better with um, producing for for YouTube. But yeah, like right now, like I, I, I'm already wearing black, and I'm, of course, you know, I got the chocolate face. So it's like, yeah, like every everything is just it's just dark skin in this over here. But uh, but I will say this because uh, I've, I've changed up the um, the room and everything. Like the, the the scarf rack is back. I did notice the change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, man, I saw uh, you know just like starting to feel feel normal again. Because yeah, like it's, it's been a good while since I've been able to do that. And um, yeah, man. And again, like I know we haven't said it in a while, but like you know supporters, supporter groups, you know. We, we want to shout y'all out. So if y'all if y'all got some, if y'all got the swag, you know, let let us know. And of course, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and plug the store already. Already, um, you know, because matter of fact, I got if y'all like so those of y'all that, that can see this, I got a, a nice little box here behind me from you know uh, our, our homies up in Madison, and yes, they will get sauced up very shortly. So, and for those of y'all out there that, that need that. FTC, FTCUT.com forward slash shop. But yeah, like I said, well, you know, I said think, things are healing. Nature's healing. But, but of course, <laughs> we got we, we to do some more healing because, yeah, we got some shit to talk about uh, this week, man. What you uh, what's, what's good, man? Well, of course, uh, you know, normally we talk about uh, MLS, um, you know, on the on this edition of uh, the For the Culture podcast. But uh you know, I'm sure we'll get to the games. I'm sure we'll get to the results as well. But before any of that happened was, of course, the incident that happened in uh, Red Bull, New York, um, in New Jersey last week. Um, a Now, I uh, remind me, who was the racial slur directed towards? Was that ever... Uh, Jeremy Obobese. So it was towards Obobese. Okay, because I thought I know well, he's you... the one, he's he's the one who caught it. He's yes. the one who caught it. Yeah. Right. 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 Because it might have been uh, like at that time there was a player down, right, mm-hmm. um, and all that going on. So, um, yeah, and um, so and this is the thing too, and and this is one of my gripes about um, how this all played out. Um, trying to figure out what was going on, like if you weren't watching that game. You know, because like I tuned in in extra time, and there were twenty minutes of extra time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, "What?" And, and the worker, and of course, it, it didn't dawn on me that I didn't make the correlation that like that the the incident took away that much time. So like the shit got shit got insane. Yeah, because like a number of black players, when you go back and look at the clip, when it first, you know, when that incident first happened, wanted to fight uh, Dante. How do you say his name? Dante Van Zier. Vanzier, Dante Vanzier. They want to fight him. Like Jeremy Obovasi, who I've never seen get into it with anybody and on the multiple teams that he's played with. Like, he was ready to knock this dude out. Yeah. And so, like, you can sit there and police the reaction all you want. But to me, when I see that, my first thought is what made him go there, go to that place? Yeah. And so. Yeah, I mean, like there, there, there are certain words that I think for any, any self-respecting black man or black person um, out there that yeah, you you just don't you don't you don't say, and and that if you if if, if it comes if it crop if it comes across your ear and it cut and it, and, it, and more importantly if it's directed towards you, yeah, it, it might be problems, and obviously in, in a. Um, team environment in a 
um, whether it be soccer, basketball, uh, football, whatever. Yeah, if if you say any of those, one of those words, not only are you getting that person probably coming at you, but yeah, probably you know some of their teammates if, if they happen to catch it just like this and a slight earshot, they're like, oh, oh, it's, this shit's about to go down, and yeah, this this this, this definitely went down. And you know the whole uh, you can't stand for certain things being said is not uh, you know entirely a racial thing. I mean, we saw this happen in the NBA, right? Where Rudy Gobert, in the middle of a game, got called a bitch. And he was like, oh, I got to swing on this dude. Like, it was just because he had to. Like, you can't stand for that. It doesn't matter when or where. Like, really, there's no place for that, right, right. in that situation. But someone brought it to you and you got to do what you got to do. And so, you know, so there's that, right? There's the reaction. There's the you know the fact that the players were given 15 to 20 minutes of time to cool down and all while this is happening Dante Van Zier isn't taken out of the game and I think for for anyone who's watching that live it was like it became immediately clear that like he was the problem and he had to go yeah and one of the clips that you know, I, I think is burned into my memory from this game is the clip of the Red Bulls goalkeeper who I can't remember right now. Um, Dante Van Zier and Struber, the coach. And the goalkeeper basically saying, with Dante standing right there, you got to take him out. He can't continue in this game, right? right? Because of what happened. The thing is, like, what happened is bigger than soccer. Right. So it's like he the moment that happened, his presence was a distraction from the game itself. And so if you wanted the game to continue like as as normally as it could. Right. As calmly as it could. Mm -hmm. He should have come out immediately. And the fact that he didn't have the sense to come out and the fact that Struber didn't have the sense not only to not take him out but wave off his own player telling him to take him out and like how does he still have a job like i don't this so i, I i've been thinking about that for like the past week or so because um if i'm not mistaken um uh the, the red bulls uh uh head coach um i forgot where he's from i'm, I'm having to do my research real quick he's from uh, he's from austria okay and yeah and of course, uh, the New York Red Bulls—they're—they're they're run by the Red Bull uh, Corporation, that's also based in um, in Austria. So you're talking about um, a slightly disconnected perspective as far as what is relevant here in this country. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't mean that they're totally ignorant to it. This means that you know, obviously they—they're not—they li- don't live that 100% American perspective. And I think yep. that for for um, Gerhard Struble and for Red Bulls, they probably didn't understand the, the gravity of what was going on, and mm-hmm. and they just say, "Hey, like you know, we got we got a game to play. Like let's let's keep it going." And I'm like, "Yeah, this might be one of those times where you take a step back, actually listen to your players, yeah, and and." be like yeah like we we might want to defuse this as quickly as possible because mm-hmm. yeah there's probably there's probably no way that they like not just the players uh, on the earthquakes but you also got to consider like the black players on the um, on the Red Bulls and of course everybody else who was offended in that moment it's like yeah like we like we can't we can't roll with this right now mm-hmm. and and the fact that you know we we nearly had that it was like like how like how are we how are we supposed to you know operate in um um in in, the, in this space and try to finish this game? Yeah, and so I was also while you were talking, I was also doing uh, your research. So I want to give a shout out to Carlos Miguel. Um, that is the Red Bulls goalkeeper. Um, that's mm-hmm. the one who tried to urge his coach uh, to take out Dante Benzier. So Dante Benzier is from Belgium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. 
that's not typically a country that you associate with um you know not knowing black people let's just put it that way right like you would like perception wise i think it is perceived as a more quote-unquote western european country with like where multiple languages are spoken and um you know there's their population is a little more diverse although like i would you know say that maybe it's not as diverse as you know it might be diverse for like that area but it's probably still mostly white people Mm -hmm. right so um but yeah i don't know it just there is also another thing like and you kind of touched on it right in terms of um why um Red Bulls and Struber may not understand the gravity of the situation. Mm. Like, if they want to say that on their behalf, that's fine. And I'm not criticizing you because, you know, like I I do I do think there's a space to where we can recognize what's happening. But like I think there are a lot of people out there who are using that as an excuse. Like a lot of Americans, um, or MLS fans even who are, you know, uh, using that as an excuse to say, oh, well, they didn't know any better. You're just excusing racism in another culture, guys. Like, let's not let's not try to dance around what this is. It's still racism. Like, I'm sorry if, like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm tangenting here, right? But I think this is one of the reasons uh, why it's important to understand the impact of the civil rights movement. Right. And just the mere fact of like black people in this country coming together, standing up for themselves in a big way, because this doesn't happen in a lot of other countries. Right. And so, you know, maybe that's why they don't quite understand uh, the pushback to certain words or certain practices like um, oh, blackface, mm-hmm. which is kind of common in that part of the world so i know i I just went on a tangent and uh you know yeah just back to what i was saying before like in terms of us americans people stateside excusing racism under the cultures there's no reason for you to do that you absolutely know better you know that that's racism and i don't care what's going on elsewhere to where they think that's okay we know it's not okay and yeah. like when when you come out there and say that, like the black people who know you see you saying that. So like, you know, just just think, just be mindful of that is what I would say. I mean, we definitely. Uh, I mean, obviously, there, there's still so much to to really un- unpack here. Of course, um, you know the pa- the past week I've you know been thinking about this and. All I keep thinking about is just like, here we are, we're in 2023, and, you know, we were three years from, um, nearly three years from the, the George, George Floyd murders that that spurred all the activism in sports, um, you know, as far as like the kneeling before games, the, uh, you know, the patches, the, the uh, banners and TFOs and all that stuff, and I'm just wondering, like, where did that really get us? Because, like, I mean, you could go to like a lot of our our past episodes, especially during that year in in 2021, where like me, Coach Tony, TK. Uh, a lot of people in, in the cultureverse, and like we are, like we're having that state debate as far as like what is the end goal here? You know, like what is, what is what is the kneeling get us? What is the um, what is the threats to boycott um, get us? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I look at this and I'm just like, it's like people still don't get it. It's because it's, it's almost like. The, the leagues and teams know it's like they're not going to really, you know, um, boycott this. And like, and even if they do, we'll just postpone it so that way they still got to play it. And and then, like, otherwise, you know, we'll just, you know, sue them or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, 
I, I, I don't want to be the person to say I told you so because mm-hmm. obviously the the intentions there were sincere. I'm pretty sure a lot of the intentions were sincere, mm-hmm. but we are still in a space where you know, as far as getting some comprehensive and substantial change as far as not just you know on the field but off the field it's like like what when do we actually see something that that's actually tangible to show that hey you know, we're actually moving at a in a positive direction and you know having seen what happened there um was um of course I, i'd be remiss if we didn't um get into uh, the situation out in Italy with uh, Roman Lukaku mm-hmm. and um, and all that, but yeah, it's like like what like like wh- where are we um, get going with this? And then especially um, late last week, um, MLS uh, came out with uh, uh, only a six game suspension for Dante Van Zier when a lot of people, both in and out of uh, MLS, were saying like, yeah, like. This is your opportunity. Like you, you said that you're zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. It's not like zero tolerance says, yeah, we're, we're six games. Like, you know, we'll, we'll see you at, at, at uh, I guess, whatever the Gold Cup break is. Like, the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> it's essentially a month's worth of games. I mean, we saw... I mean, obviously, it's a different league, right? But I have to imagine MLS would act similarly if uh, an official was bumped or... Um, you know, threatened by a player, I imagine they would throw the book at him like they did in the Premier League with uh, with Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I mean, I kind of I tweeted this and I stand by it. Like if it were, um, you know, a gambling violation or a disrespecting a sponsor or something like that nature, something that messes with the money directly. Mm-hmm. Then you'd see uh, like a season-long suspension. Even if uh, something like uh, banned substance, that's a quick way to get a season-long suspension. But this is a month's worth of games. It just sends such a terrible message to the black players in the league. And I wonder what uh, how black players for change felt about this. Um, Good question. That's a very good question because I, I let me check uh, if they said anything. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering that too. But no, I will say because like going back to what you were saying about like um, you know the posting and the you know everything in 2020. One of those things was the creation of Black Players for Change, which I think is absolutely a necessary thing and a great thing. But then the league like playing up their partnership with the organization. Did you, did the organization have a say in this investigation, in this suspension? Um, You know, is there, is the investigation ongoing? You know, is there consideration that if you find more evidence, there'll possibly be a longer suspension? I mean, because it seems, it really seems absurd to me that they, that this would only result in a six game suspension, given how those players reacted. I just I believe the players. I'm sorry. Like I no six no, games. I, I, no, I I I completely agree. And I mean, if 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 you have something that causes that much of a uh, game stoppage, uh, that that's a pretty ser- serious situation because you don't see that really ever. Like you know, even like in the most extreme cases of given like extra time like you might see like 10 minutes something like that matter of fact we just saw um in the uh the El Trafico game with the LAFC and uh, LA Galaxy like they had like eight minutes of extra time but like nothing to where you just see like 21 minutes like that's typically just unheard of mm-hmm. and that goes to show you like like how how major that was on the field with those players and you know, it's it's one of those things like you like you literally have to shake your head as far as just how the league has uh, responded to it, how the New York Red Bulls uh, responded to it, because mm-hmm. like 
because that actually led it led to a uh, supportive walkout for the Red Bull supporters because Which. they they knew that yeah like what happened wasn't right mm-hmm. and because typically you see a lot of supporters no matter what team you 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 uh, you follow like the the supporter groups that they're usually pretty hardcore as far as you know backing their players or whatever right. and, and they were like nah like this this ain't it this ain't the way mm-hmm. and what they did this past weekend was they they came in they they stood for the anthem and then they walked out and like that's that's the type of thing that you know like it's it's tough in in, in this space because obviously you know you're talking about a lot, a lot of people who like they their season ticket holders, so technically their tickets are already paid for. So you want to be able to, you know, affect the game in a way where where the team has to take notice and and hopefully adjust accordingly. So you know, shout out to uh, the Viking Army and all the uh, other supporter groups um, up in um, with the Red Bulls who you know chose to make make this stand. But you know, we're like we're 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 in, a, in a, we're in a weird space right now because, again, like we had that situation um, last week, coinciding with what was going on out in Italy, uh, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier with uh, Romelu Lukaku, and uh, let's touch on that real quick because um, we actually there was actually two separate instances which really and and the way those instances were handled goes to show you like just the type of disparity that happens in Europe. So Roman Lukaku uh, plays for Inter Milan. Uh, they were playing uh, Juventus uh, week before last. Uh, overheard in the crowd were uh, Juve fans making monkey noises. Of course, we've, we've been at nauseam as far as how we've had to be with uh, with pretty much the bulk of uh, Italian, Italy and Italian football how they, and how they respond to uh, racism and everything. Mm-hmm. So he scores um, a PK against uh, Juve and all he does is just, you know, put his hands over so they say shh and apparently he was already um, sitting on a, on a yellow card. The ref gave him another yellow card which ended up causing him to get sent off. Um, and mind you, this is, there was nothing done with the with the fans, at least in the immediate. Uh, they actually were um, they were forced to play, uh, UV was forced to play like I guess in their next game with, with like half of their half of their fans, which that's a whole another debate right there. But uh, fast forward to this past week in the uh, Champions League um, quarterfinals and Lukaku scores again from the uh, PK spot, does the same thing. Shh. To the crowd and no card, no nothing. And I think that's one of the things where uh, the referee has to have the context of what's going on, and then mm-hmm. also just the, just the empathy to know that hey, you know, this is my way. This is this player's way of trying to respond to the hate and the racism and and that level of vitriol um, mm-hmm. that. That go, that goes on because, you know, you can't help if if, if, the, if the black player shining, you out here doing this thing, and <laughs> you know, like we used to talk about, we used to joke about this shit all the time, like back when our Ringo was on the show, and like, like, because it's always like you can't just like people just never learn your mama jokes, and like they just go straight like when when they feeling hurt and they went and they're in their feelings, they just go straight to the racism, and I'm like, there, there's a, there's I understand that that you're that you're that you're hurt right now. I understand that you want your team to win and everything, but we don't have to go straight to the racism. Like let's 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 figure out some some more creative shit that, mm-hmm. that allows you to still talk your shit and not have to, you know, cause cause you and your other supporters to lose a game because y'all know how to act. Y'all 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 just going straight to the monkey noise. It's like like that's the thing to do, and you know it's um. And and then and um and one thing I actually just noticed um it was brought to my attention um on Instagram was um of course during last night's game against uh the earthquakes and sporting Kansas City, uh Bobis uh Jeremy Bobasi um scored two goals. 
uh, during uh, last night's game, and one of his uh, his celebrations was to sh- like like Lukaku. So, like I said, Pete, like we're all seeing each other, we're all seeing what's going on, mm-hmm. and like we're all trying to respond in a, in a way just like hey, like we're trying to stand up against this hate, and mm-hmm. this is what we're trying to do to say like oh, like you know, we don't ha- always have all the answers, but you know, every little bit that we can use to, to just stand up to and say hey. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck your bullshit. And like I said, we're still here. We're still standing. So, yeah. Thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that was my man. that was that was my tangent of the program. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, no. Uh so and I think uh Earthquakes also did that celebration in uh in New Jersey because I think it scored after the uh the incident, I want to say. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, but I do remember seeing that clip. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was just, I mean, it was just mind-blowing. So, you know, of course you don't, we never want to generalize, right? Um, you know, I can't say I know Italy in and out, right? Mm-hmm. But I have I have no confidence that, that, that there would be a referee that would, in Italy, that would understand the humanity of the situation to the point where they would not show a yellow card because it's really and this is not me excusing him in any sense but this it's a technical thing right in terms of oh this incited the crowd doesn't matter if the crowd is completely in the wrong doesn't matter if the crowd is chanting racism or you know ugly things you know the the i guess the um what do you, the memo or whatever is that you know if a player incites the crowd they have to get booked but you know i just have no faith that there's a single referee in italy that would understand um lukaku's perspective so you know there's that aspect of it and then i think uh for me the big thing uh, so I mean, you know, the punishment—it's a slap on the wrist. It is what it is. Like I, I have little faith in um, the authorities ever uh, doling out a punishment that would be stringent enough to actually discourage fans from chanting. Because that's the thing, right? Like that's the whole point of punishments: is you want to discourage the people from doing the racism, but they—they're never going to come close to that, right? Right. I don't think anyway. Um, Thierry Henry and Micah Richards uh, talked about it. Um, and I think it's important to note here the broadcaster. Uh, CBS slash Paramount broadcast Syria in this country. And they also broadcast Champions League. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just. It was. It was, I would say, uh, a productive conversation. Um, you know, I appreciate, and, and I think Kate uh, more steered it than actually gave her own thoughts. But I'm sure, you know, if she did, she would have um, added some valuable context. But uh, for, like, I appreciated what Henri um, and Richards had to say. But it's also just like they were kind of just saying what we're saying here. It's like we're still here. Like nothing has really changed. Um, and you got to think about that because, like. You know, Tyrion Reed, like his, his playing career started like what 20, 25 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like even like with Michael Richards, like um, Tyrion like, played for Juve. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the interesting thing there was that they in the studio that 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 day they had a uh, Alessandro Del Piero, who actually is a Juventus um, legend, um, mm-hmm. played for the Italy national team, won, won the World Cup in 06 and everything. So um, he was able to lend a, a specific perspective there, not just for Italy, but also for Juve. And I don't want to go as far as to say, like, you know, kind of placated, you know, the behavior, but at the same time, it's like, it's almost like you kind of just go with it. And, you know, you kind of just push on and, and we, we have to get to a point where like that behavior is just not accepted just at all mm-hmm. and you know i get it you know that you know people want to have their banter people want to you know talk their shit and like i said like, there's there's a there's a big gap between you know talking shit and racism mm-hmm. a lot of middle ground there a whole lot <laughs> and right 
if you're not gonna if you're not gonna explore that and just basically like, hey, you know, you're just gonna go straight through the racism. It's like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get smacked upside the head every time that happens until you realize that yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that, and maybe you know we should figure out you know a, a different way because you know th- like this ain't it, and you know it, it's it's honestly astonishing to me that you know I think the only I don't want to go that far, but at the same time. It's kind of leading me to no real other alternative, at least mm-hmm. on the table. So you're going to have to just stop saying, hey, we're not fucking with Italy anymore. We're not fucking with anybody else. Of course, if that probably a lot of black players probably out of a job. But right. that's the like, that's the rub here is that there's no true comprehensive solution here mm-hmm. that because you because it makes it makes owners and leagues sweat a bit because like you know they, they, they want this black talent they want you know that uh, that skill and ability that pace and power and mm-hmm. and uh, you you have to figure out like we have to get better and and but that's still that that requires one you acknowledging that there actually is a real problem and then actually being proactive as far as you know addressing it not just being reactive you know, once it happens, I'm like, no, like, right. we need to actually stop this shit up before it even becomes a thing, and you know, educate these players because, of course, you're dealing with players across different nationalities, across different um, cultural groups, mm-hmm. and you know, not everybody is you know on the same page as what we are. And of course, we're not even on the, on the best page. So, like, uh, we like it's it's a matter of truly educating the hey, you know we're all in this together and we all had to be respectful respectful as far as you know what each group is going going through like 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 we're already like going through um you know ramadan and you know try and getting leagues to accommodate muslim players to allow them to break their fast you know during games and everything like that's all that's all part of the same shit all of it it all matters you know, I think. Uh, all right, so you you actually just made me uh, think of another incident that I think it's important to bring up in the context of Ramadan. Um, but just real quick, uh, going back to the what Henri and um, mm-hmm. you know, and particularly what uh, what Henri said, and the note that he ended on uh, to me, I think, was so uh, just poignant. Was that uh, you know we want to talk about when we, we all. Uh, I think that it's fair to say this. The networks love playing up diversity, right? It, like it's a good look, um, you know. And, and then you look on the field, and it's like all these nationalities and so on and blah, yada yada. Well, as I said, you turn the camera around, and it's a completely different picture. Now, I think he was talking about the crowd, but you could also be talking about the broadcasters and even CBS, who like is better at it than other broadcasters in this country, soccer broadcasters specifically. Mm-hmm. It's still a gap. Right, like see our coverage. You got Aaron Weston. That about it. And like Aaron Weston's out here talking to fascists. And, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, it's like you know what happened to you today. You know, and so it's like it just feels like there's a gap. You know, and even um, the conversation they had on the Champions League coverage. Right, like it's how much can Alessandro and uh, Jamie Carragher really add to that? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure like Jamie, I would actually be interested in hearing from, but you know, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, we, we there was another racism. All right. Uh, Micah, Thierry, like, <laughs> Kate, let's go. We, you know, you know, same old, same old. So it just, it feels tired. I'm sure they're tired to a degree. I'm tired for them. I'm tired of, you know, I just, you know, the thing is, right, this is not fun for us, right? Like, we don't want this. The San Jose players don't have it out for Dante Vinci, right? Like, at the end of the day, this is an ugly thing that we have to deal with. But if we're up to us, man, it would be all about soccer or whatever we're into. Mm-hmm. But as self-respecting black people, we have to address this because it's brought to us. But it's just... Absolutely. It's, it's tiring when we have to address it. Like we have to address something that's being done to us. Think about how annoying that is, right? Yeah. So this is what I I'm mean, saying. Like, no, yeah, you go. Yeah. I mean, like people, like I'm pretty sure that you know, 
maybe a handful of players on the Earthquakes knew Dante Vancey at a, on a personal level to like have any type of real opinion on them whatsoever. So, you know, they're not looking to, you know, pick him out and, and you know, pick on him and, you know, make him a target unless something actually happened. And, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, hey, we're all just trying to, you know, get through the get through the game, you know, do do the work. And, you know, once um once the game is over, you know, you might swap jerseys, you might go to the locker room and hey, that's it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's as much as, you know, we, you know, don't don't wish for it to happen again. Like this is part of, you know, why. Why we? Why why this podcast is here? And I got and I got something to say on that in um in two ups down because I yeah because there's some other stuff that happened this week and that I definitely want to get um, speak on real quick. But um but um but yeah like it, it it's something that obviously like every time it happens why why is 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 something where it's like, where has the progress really, really got this, at least the supposed um, progress? Mm-hmm. Because we're still in, in a space to where politicians can get expelled for speaking their, their, their minds. We're mm-hmm. still in the space to where, you know, players can get red carded for taking a stand against uh, racism. Like, this is, this is what's happening in 2023. And like we we get punished for for speaking up and and that part is what's fucked up in all this is that you know you 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 want us to take a stand but when we do you're like nope 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 you know that's you're you're causing a distraction you're 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 out of order so mm-hmm. you you be gone like this, this is the right way and it's like what other way are you giving us because every time, like, you try to say, like, like this isn't the right platform for it. This isn't the right space for it. I'm like, one, what other platform do we have where we're going to have this many people all eyes on us at this at this moment? Mm-hmm. Very few. Like, like, this is why, you know, I, IT support guys don't kneel down at, at their office because who, <laughs> who's going to see it? Who's going to see it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Whereas you have a quarterback who decides to take a knee decides to take a knee you know and 20 million people are seeing him it's like oh let's see what's going on here like they have they, this is what the platform that they have available to them to where they can reach the most amount of people possible and, and speak for a lot of people who who uh who don't have that platform mm-hmm. and you know like like we have all our our nominal platform here and it's like yeah like we like so i i, I would want to make sure that we uh, that we speak out um, against that as well, whether it's us, whether it's Shea Butter, whether it's Walking 90, uh, Dreaming of Freedom, uh, Can I Kick It, Two Cents, anybody on the squad. You know, this is this is the reality. And, you know, anytime that, you know, we have that opportunity to speak to y'all out there, you know, this, this is what we do. And, yeah, like, I'll you know, it, it's, it's it's exhausting, but it's it's unfortunately it's still necessary. So, I'll, I'll let you have the last word. Um, I mean, I you know what can I say other than we move? You know, it's um, I am you know what I'll I'll end it up. I am thankful to have this platform, right? And um, talking about sports and like sports media in general is something that I've been interested in for a long time. Like basically since the end of high school. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I had always, you know, had the dream of working for the team or working for the league or working for um, ESPN or something like that. But honestly, like just having the ability to address this, you know, in my most authentic way right with on a platform and a person that i trust yeah i wouldn't do it any other way you know and so i don't care if this is considered a fan podcast or whatever like what this is this space and all the other podcasts you mentioned this is why it's necessary Mm -hmm. and so 
I'm just, yeah, I'm just glad to be able to come here and uh, and really just speak my mind on this because at the end of the day, the, the institution, in this case, the league, it was what their response wasn't good enough. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's like I I, I, I know that they want to you know make their money, but at the same time, like I, I, I'm always re- reminded of a, uh, a quote by Dave Chappelle that apparently his dad told him, "Know your price." Because it's going to come, it's going to come to a point where, you know, you, you you make this money and everything comes in, but you sacrifice a whole lot to make it, and, and you mm-hmm. have to know that at some point it's going to be, yeah, this is too much, and this is this should be, we should be able to be better than this, and yeah, it's like MLS did a little bit, but this was an opportunity for both them and the Red Bulls to do something. And mind you, the Red Bulls could have just said like, hey. We're releasing this guy. That he doesn't stand for. He doesn't stand for what we stand for, and you know we're parting ways. That didn't happen either. So mm-hmm. this is where we are. But yeah, um, I already plugged the store, so I guess I will plug it again. And again, name set shirts, uh, hats, all that stuff. FTCHD.com forward slash shop. Um, again, I have this box behind me. Um, from our, our good people at uh, Ford Madison, who just dropped their new uh, home kit uh, mm. this past weekend. It's, it's a nice little number. It's a nice little number. And um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. And um, yeah, you'll definitely see uh, a couple of members of the Cultureverse uh, rocking that in the very near future. Let's say, but of course, you know that that nice little name set sauce and everything. But um, but yeah, uh, two up or two down. This is the weekend show, so this is the, uh, your 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 domain. So, what you got, man? Uh oh. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So, um, you know, I often use this space for uh, to talk about women's soccer, um, and but unfortunately, it's a down in terms of uh, you know women's soccer for for me. Uh, we lost a couple um, delegates. Uh, we lost uh, Miles Swanson for at least. Uh, is she definitely out for the World Cup? Um, I, I I haven't heard as far as like how severe the uh, the tear was, but mm-hmm. I, I would say just given the the normal turnaround, I would say it's highly unlikely. Especially like I mean, everybody is different, but like I, I always uh, go back to when Gucci Anyewu. Um, he tore his patella tendon before mm-hmm. the 2010 World Cup. Like, pretty much from that point on, he was never the same. Now, of course, hopefully, you know, Mallory is much younger, so there might be a better chance that she's able to do a a much better recovery. And obviously, she's not nowhere near as big as the Gucci on the able, but hey, none of us are. But, um, yeah. but uh, well, right. hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, she's able to bounce back. And maybe maybe do something before the end of um, the NWSO season, but I would say it's a it's a hard doubt. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know that was unfortunate, especially how with that played out. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and the other player right now is escaping me. I believe it's a all rain player. Um, can't remember right now, but uh, yeah, it's just. Just unfortunate seeing, you know, it does seem like it does feel like anyway uh, that the the rate of these uh, serious leg injuries in in women's soccer is, you know, it's crazy. So, um, you know, with the World Cup coming up this year, you know, you would really hate to if there, there was like a spate of injuries like uh, we had last summer. So, um, hopefully, that's not the case. Uh, in terms of the ups. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take it to different sports. You know, and that's why I love the springtime. NBA playoffs are here. Uh, it's mm-hmm. opening weekend. You know, uh, unfortunately, the home team got blown out, but it's probably what we expected anyway. But yeah, always love uh, postseason basketball. And then, uh, I don't know about you, Grego, but I'm a huge baseball fan. So it's nice to have baseball back. Baseball is a lot faster this year. Um, the rules, I think, are helping to definitely make it more entertaining. So, but uh yeah, so it's a sport I've loved from, you know, since I was young. You know, I've always loved the, the bat and ball sports, as they say. Grew up playing cricket, so baseball for me was, has always been a great sport. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, it's, um, 
yeah, the playoffs, um, yeah, they, they definitely um, been off to a, a decent start. Um, I think there's going to be some very upset Grizzly fans in about a week, but um, I said we'll we'll see how um, we'll see how this goes. But um, I, I typically don't do uh, two up to down when I know I'm going to be on for the international episode. But again, there, like I said, there's just been so much stuff that's been on that's sitting on my on my chest. Because um, like there was something that happened a couple of days ago on on the Twitter machine that just kind of just struck my nerve and um apparently there was a i, I didn't even get the, the, the professor's name but apparently he was speaking out of, out of pocket in regards to uh shea butter fc mm-hmm. uh diaspora united you know basically like i guess having the separation between fan and professional uh podcast mm-hmm. and you know what i and and someone you know spoke on Shea Butter's uh, behalf and and kind of nailed nailed down like as far as like why these podcasts are a thing, especially considering that in a lot of ways we kind of helped spur this 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 movement, you know, because back when we first started this podcast, like like there weren't a lot of black voices talking soccer. There really was it's not in this country at least. Like the most that you got were you know you had your handful you had. Charlie Davies, Gooch, uh, Aaron West, not a whole mm-hmm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and obviously we don't have the connections that, that, uh, that we had then, um, that, that, that we have now. And, and even those connections are still, you know, a, a bit limited. And, but it's one of those things where we had to create an avenue to where one, um, we we want we all wanted to change the narrative as far as like how people saw black people and soccer because it's not just a, a thing over in Europe as far as um, black players and black people driving the culture out there and in soccer it's also happening here as well and but but conversely you like you have people who have had this outgoing perspective thinking that. Uh, that black people here are in the soccer. It's like no, like like we have to change that. Like like we we definitely are, and we are driving the culture. And until you have more voices really speaking speaking that out, speaking out on that, you're gonna just just keep thinking that hey, they're not really in it for real. You know, I'm like no, like like this is where we build up that community. We build up that network to where one. Know we elevate our voice and and the people and the people that we play, that we feature. Second, we um, we create the network so that let's say if you go out to Chicago, you all know you don't know shit from anybody, but you know hey there, there's Jake and Phil and Welly uh, out there in, in Chicago with Black Fires. Like hey I can link up with them while, while I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I go out to Columbus. We got we got Ty um, out there. You know, we got we go up to uh, the DC. You got Devin. You got Maya. You got Rose Room. Like this is this is uh, what happens. You go to Miami. Black Herons. You got uh, like so. We're still trying to flesh out LA. I'm gonna be honest with you there. I know they're out there. I know y'all are out there. Trust me. I see y'all. <laughs> but uh, like this like this is what this is what we're we're, we're trying to do here. So mm-hmm. like the uh, like so to try to like diminish the efforts of what we're doing, I thought that this be one obviously just so disrespectful, and then two, not taking into context what like why this has had to be here in the first place, and and that's something where it's like if you don't care, it ain't no it ain't no thing. I, right. I, like this this ain't for y'all no that for those people anyway. Cool, right, right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not here to change absolutely everybody's mind. But if those of y'all who who are and are willing to at least take in a different perspective, hey, we, we we got some shit for you. You know, like I said, whether it's any any of the shows here with the uh, Two Cents Network, whether it's uh, us individually as, uh, uh, with FTC UTD, we we got we got the hot shit. Like I said, we try to we try to give everybody 
a fair dose of of everything so that way whatever it is that that's your particular niche we we got you hooked up and everything mm-hmm. but um but yeah like yeah to that professor a very a very not so kind fuck you and um <laughs> you know like i said we'll we'll you know and, and we'll keep it pushing uh, no matter what but um but yeah i'm not going to end on on that um, we mentioned the past few weeks, uh, CBS Colazo Network debuted uh, this past week. I'm glad that it's out there. I just, I just asked for one quick thing, you know, brighter colors, because like, because because they're they're recording in the in the Europa League studio, and I'm like, if you're mm-hmm. doing a morning show, like if you if you ever watch Good Morning America, yep. um, today. You know, it's, it's daytime. Like they have they, they have the windows out. Like you can see all yeah. like all the people. I'm like, and granted, I, I don't I don't expect this to like suddenly be recording from Times Square. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, hey, just just remember what time of day it is. You know, less less light out, or at least, or, or at least superimpose it out there so that way it, it looks more daytimey. <laughs> Even like a um like a first take, a get up, yeah, yeah the morning edition up. of Sports Center. Yeah. yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah. It's uh, you need the morning because you're waking up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I've not had a chance to check it out yet myself. Um, I am curious as to like what uh, what exactly it's gonna be, what it is that they're exactly they're going for. But um, you know, in terms of the crew, uh, you know, I, I like that. Uh, I like that cast. Shout out to Alexis, man, the homie Alexis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to seeing um, you know how that develops and uh, what it becomes eventually. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And yeah, and yes, shout out to Alexis because I, I I heard people trying to knock him as far as because of course he's kind of like the comic relief of the group. Like you need that again. It's the it's a morning show, not right. super serious. It's not it's not the evening news. Let that man cook. Like he's been putting that work in for a minute. Like I said, keep keep shining, dog. But yeah, that's all we got for this week. Uh, again, shout out to the homie, me, Mark, for for uh, one of the things on, on the weekend shows. Again, you can catch uh, this show every Tuesday. If you're in podcast apps, you'll catch uh, the international episode on Thursday. Hopefully, God willing, because God knows I, I, I got an idea about it. But yeah, um, always on your favorite podcast apps. Again, you can follow us on socials, FTC, UTD. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, FTCUTD Pod on uh, TikTok. Again, FTCUTD.com forward slash shop for all your uh, culture gear. Again, coaches real, coaches everywhere. Again, hold people accountable for their racist bullshit. We'll see y'all soon, and we out. FTCUTD.